Stan Guthrie, Minister of Communications at New Covenant Church in Naperville, author of Victorious, Corey Ten Boom in the Hiding Place, and co-author of The Sacrament of Evangelism, Moody Publisher book, uh, is Stan Guthrie, and he is also a dear friend who likes to tackle relevant topics with us. So good morning, Stan. How are you? Good morning, Kate. I'm fine. How are you? Good, good. And we were talking about relevant topics, what would be relevant. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, what? Well, we're just bring the tissue. We're all going to be t- crying. But, it's you know, it's yeah. it's a wonderful thing to work through the difficult moments with friends and uh, friends with a different perspective. Yeah, and maybe friends at some remove who can give a little bit of perspective to what's going on. Yes. So a couple of the things you're talking about is grief is one of them. Uh, just uh, there is a lot of grief going on from from you losing your job or your home to losing a, a loved one as well. And, and all this time being lost. I don't know. And maybe that's part of it, too. Even people minimally affected. Uh, We've lost so much time, it feels like, over the last couple of years with, you know, with the pandemic and now a hurricane. And just yeah. always seems to be something delaying our progress. Yeah, I was thinking about it um, today. And I was thinking, you know, if if it were God's job to make sure everybody's happy and having a good time, then he's failed miserably. <laughs> um, yeah. But, Obviously, that's that not, his, not job. his job. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's got far more important things in mind, and you know, sometimes by his grace, we are happy and we do enjoy this good world that he's created for us. But I mean, let's face it: uh, all through history, uh, everyone almost has suffered something, and, and that includes God's people. So, um, you know, yeah, this, and is, a lot of the this great, is natural. Yeah. All, a lot of the people we look back on and think, oh, these are great saints. You know, they've done great things um, like Corey Ten Boom, people who we know trusted the Lord. Her life was not easy. No. And I was thinking about her this morning, too. Uh, there was an incident near the end of her life when someone asked her about these issues and uh, she was. She said, you know, your your quilt is all messed up. It, it, it It's all, you know, it doesn't have a clear uh, pattern. It doesn't look very pretty. And then uh, Corey turned it over and showed it to her. And, uh, you know, that's, that's and it was beautiful on the other side, giving glory to God. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how our lives are. Uh, you know, if we know Christ, they can still be very messy. And we often don't know what's going on, as in, uh, this hurricane and the aftermath. I mean, it's it's really hard for me to say. Well, God is doing this and this. I'm I'm in uh, uh, the Wheaton, Illinois area, so I, I was not touched by it. But I, I I think we can agree if if we're believers in Christ that He is working, and that when we get to the other side, not of the quilt but of this life, we it, we will see that it makes sense, and we will see the good that God has brought out of it that He could not bring in our lives any other way. Yeah, and just because, I mean, someone may have been really, truly afflicted and lost everything and maybe even a loved one, but that is not a sign that God wasn't with you. No, not at all. Um, Do you know the book by C.S. Lewis, A Grief Observed? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I I was thinking a lot about that yesterday, too. I mean, he was... He was a bachelor for most of his life, and late in life, he fell head over heels in love with a woman 
named Joy Davidman. And they had a marriage of only three years. And then I believe she got cancer and mm. died. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for this, this was probably the smartest guy on planet earth. He, you know, we all know and love his books. Right. And he was, you know, I, I was told in, during one lecture that he could, he could stand in front of a large bookcase, you know, of his books and, and he could, somebody could pull out a book put their finger on, on what it said, and he could recite from memory what, whatever was in that book. I mean, he was, he was like a human computer. So I, I think we only saw just the briefest bit of his uh, intellect and intelligence and passion for Christ. And yet this guy, C.S. Lewis, who did so much, who knew so much, um, really ha was knocked down spiritually. I mean, he was... He, he said he didn't feel like he was thinking that there was no God, but he started to think that maybe God was not good. And mm. he, he just didn't know what to do. It was just terrible. He, he felt like he, he couldn't breathe. He was, uh, you know, he was just a mess. And uh, he had to work through the stages of grief like everyone else. Yeah. And he, he came to some very good uh, conclusions when he, when he got through this process that he it would never have gotten through any other way. And unfortunately, I must say, from a human perspective, God sometimes allows those things in our life or brings them into our life uh, to make us more like himself, to have more faith, more patience, more strength. And, you know, we can't see, I can't see how God is going to turn them into glory when we uh, get to heaven, when we get to the new heaven and earth. But I trust by faith that he will. We're talking with Stan Guthrie, our good friend and um, mentor in ways. And uh, we are talking about grief and loss and waiting and all the things that are going on. Michael in Orlando. Hi, Michael. How has the storm hit you? Uh, the storm, it, we were okay. Uh, uh, we didn't suffer as much loss as everyone else. And we, my heart goes out to them. And we're studying praying and lifting them up and asking God to, to restore them. Great. Well, but you have a story. I mean, there are all kinds of losses. So tell us about that. Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, um, I've gone through a lot of, of, of loss, and each time God has uh, uh, revealed himself to me and let me know that he always, he's going to always restore, but he restores in different ways. The first time I, I went through the housing boom and I lost my house and everything, mm. and uh, 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 God, uh, uh, he asked me be patient and I was patient and, and I kept praying and he put me back in the same house that I lost but here recently and I praise him for that and, yeah. and, and I, I stayed faithful in here recently a couple of years back here this time um, um, I lost my family but God still was God all himself he restored me he built me back up and uh, he put me back on my feet and now uh, uh, I'm on my way again. I, I've relocated into Orlando, and I'm I'm closer to God now than I've ever been. I, I, I pray more. I indulge more in God. I listen to his word even more because each time he's made me stronger. Yes. So even though I went through trials and tribulation, I lost big things. He always restores. Right now, uh, he has restored me once again. I I. I lost my house, I lost my family, 
he has replaced that within years. Amen. Michael, that's a what a great story. And Stan, doesn't that just remind you of God? Don't you see God's fingerprints all over that? It reminds me of the of the story of Job. Oh yeah. <laughs> he lost he lost everything and uh went through really hell on earth and uh he he trusted God and uh, God replaced all of it. And uh you know, I think for Christians, we don't always get all those replacements uh, in this life or but uh, we will be more than amply uh, compensated, no doubt about it. Yeah. And I, what is that verse about perseverance builds character? And, and uh, it, I, it's just I was trying to look at it. And faith and, and, right. and proven, proven character and hope. And hope does not disappoint. Amen. And, yeah. You know, we have hope. We have hope. Whether we see it now or not, there is real hope for Christians. There is. We're going to try to take another call here. Sebastian from Bradenton. Hey, Sebastian, thanks for calling. Did you get hit by the storm? Uh, we didn't get hit necessarily. Uh, we live we live right on the water in Bradenton, and mm. our apartment complex was out of power for about four days. And you can't use any generators, so we re- really couldn't do anything there. So we were able to thankfully stay with some friends uh, that didn't lose power. Um we just lost all of our food in our refrigerator. You know, yeah. we had to eat it all. Yeah. Um, but I I work pretty far south um, a lot, and I'm actually driving down to Punta Gorda today. Um, and it's always weird going down there. I have a, lot, a, lot, a few times the last couple of weeks uh, seeing the difference in Bradenton versus um, down in Charlotte County and Naples. Mm-hmm. The, so many more trees and houses just one after another as you're driving. Uh, you can see the damage. Amen. Yeah. Yes. I know. It's uh, it's amazing. Did you have a, another story you'd like to share with us? Yeah. So when I hopped on the radio just a moment, few moments ago, um, talking about grief and loss and, and patience and waiting, I, the last few years of my family's life, um, I I was diagnosed with Lyme disease a couple of years ago, and uh, it hit her really hard uh, after the birth of our daughter, and we ended up dad, and I had to quit my job just so that I can come home and take care of them, and that was really hard, um, being out of work, being displaced, uh, not in our own home anymore, um, seeing her go through that, and just not being able to do the normal things that I was doing. Um, and, and that we could do as a family together. We were kind of just stuck at home a lot. And then um, that's been really hard, trying to recover from that. He has a lot of trauma from it all. And um, yeah, not the, necessarily... The, the loss of a child is uh, devastating. I can't even begin to imagine. That's, that's such deep in your soul. It just it cracks you open. No, I didn't. I didn't lose our child. No. No. No, no. I, I was just saying the loss of the normal life that we we had oh. was challenging. Um, yeah. Going going from working, you know, bringing home a paycheck to, to take care of my family, to having to quit to become my wife's caretaker and a stay-at-home dad, pretty much. Because yeah. Because she couldn't take care of herself or our our toddler, and I had to do that, and it was just a really big shift and change um and it's it's affected me a lot and and my understanding of of 
a lot of things, and but God has nonetheless obviously been faithful and there to take care of me and walk, help me walk through that and understand it. Well, then you're like a caregiver, right, Sebastian? I was. She's doing so much better now, thank God. Um, but for about two years, yeah, it was like... Yeah, you know, that's, a, I, I, that's hard stuff. Stan? Just got to keep hanging on to God. I was talking to a pastor once, and I was going through some hard times and some real depression. And one thing he said really stuck with me, and that is just try not to hit bottom and hang on to God, whatever else. Just hang on to God. Know that he is good, he's loving, he's real, and he will see you through. Yeah. Well, yes, I know. And that's and it sounds trite, but it is very true. It is just the truth. So uh, thanks, Sebastian, for calling in. And I'm so glad uh, that period is getting better. And uh, all our caregivers really need uh, a lot of help and support because that's just uh, it's hard enough to live your own life when you have to carry other people with you. It's it's uh, just a, a burden. We don't know what other people are carrying. So be kind and uh, generous. The verse I was talking about earlier, we're talking with Stan Guthrie and about uh, grief and loss and waiting and all those things. Romans 5, 3 to 5. And not only this, but we also exalt in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance and perseverance, proving character and proving character, hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. And we're talking about exalting in tribulations, which is a tough pill to swallow. <laughs> it's nothing we really like, Stan. No, no. We're, we're always uh, praying that it goes away as quickly as possible, aren't we? <laughs> I know. But, but it does bring about these good things and, in the end, hope. And so that's what we're talking about today, our difficult situations. And we're going to Marty right now. Marty, good morning. Good morning, Kate. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm hanging in there just like the rest of the world. Yeah. Where Where do you live, Marty? I live in Valrico, Florida. Oh, Valrico. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you get hit by the hurricane? Uh, well, my house did not, but we have a business in Plant City, and the refrigeration can it. Mm, so yes. I'm just making it the best that I can. Yeah. So what is the story you want to share? Well, um, I hear the stories in, from our friends on the radio and stuff like that. And sometimes your face is tested. But um, in my life, I lost many years ago. I married an amazing man and came to live in Florida. And when I was here, I lost my first brother, talking about grief, and his wife and my niece was 11, my nephew was 12, they all drowned all at once. <sighs> and that was horrifying. Mm -hmm. And through my depression, I got lymphoma stage three, and then right after I got breast cancer stage three, and then my dad died when I was going through cancer on my birthday, and then I lost our daughter, in an accident, and I just lost my husband nine months ago oh, in the Marty. hospital. Yes. I'm so, so sorry. Through all this, Kate, um, my life has been tested. My faith has been tested. But I'm telling you one thing. Um, God has 
away with people. He chooses his people. And I know that I've been through a lot of grief. I've been through a lot of pain. And God knows I've been times where I just want to break down, take off and run and never come back. But God gave me two amazing children, one with, unfortunately, he took early. and But she gave me two amazing grandchildren, Case and Mason. I can never ask for anything better. My son just got married, have an amazing family. Um, I got awesome family, my sister, my family in Puerto Rico. And his family is still in contact with me. We're just very close. But I really believe that I've been through so much. And through our restaurant, there's so many people, Kate, who have been through things in their life. And I talked to them and I said, don't ever give up. Because when I leave the house, I say, Lord, come with me. Bless my family. Give me the strength to deal with this day and to help other people who they are in my same condition or maybe worse condition. And I am just so grateful to God that I know he's on my side. I know he mm-hmm. never forsake me. And no matter what I go through life, I will never, never, ever question God's faith. And my husband, for example, and I know you have other calls, but my husband was a good example Um when he was in Tampa General, my my the death of our daughter really took a big turn on him, and I think that's what got him. And he he's open heart surgery. He had kidney failure. It was one thing after another, Kate. But I have to say that when I think about my husband, every time he had a surgery, he says, "Marty, can you please pray with me?" And I pray with him, and all he asked God was. You know, make your will. If, if it means that I need to be here, please help me to go through all this and, and bless the doctors and blah, blah, blah. And he said, Lord Jesus, please, I depend on you and do your will. So when I have tough times in my life, not only I'm blessed to have a mother that, oh, my God, nobody can ever have. But my husband, I think about him and I thought if he made it through, he's with the Lord and he's in a better place. I know that I can do well in my life. And as long as I can help any other human being, if that's God's will, I will do it. So no matter how tough your circumstances are, just grab to God and pray hard and and ask him for help. And I know he will. Why do you think all these hurricanes are happening? Do you realize that when all this happens is when Christians get closer and closer and everybody help each other? It's like bad things come, but good things happen. So... Absolutely, yes. Talk about uh, grief and loss and and waiting, but God and Stan. What do you what do you want to put in? I was I was encouraged uh, last week when we were talking about the hurricane to hear how the Christians there, like City Gates Ministries, were really mm-hmm. uh, doing hands on ministry and, and getting to know the people in the community and giving them practical help, and and that's what God calls us to do in these times and as awful as they can be and as they are for so many people god uses them god redeems them so that uh, his uh, uh, church um, is there to help and the gospel goes forward and, and people are saved yeah it is wouldn't it just be great i always think wouldn't it be great if we just did the right thing in the first place <laughs> and we didn't need this kind of encouragement but it is not who we are marty thank you so much for calling in with your story we're going now to Jay in Orlando. Hey, Jay. Hi, Jay. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hey, Good morning. Stan, thank you, sir, for what you do, man. You're a blessing, brother. Um, thank you. My story, my story is that 
when I lost my mom back in 78, uh, I didn't really know the Lord. The grief was so horrendous. I mean, you know, I didn't understand and I was lost. It took me two years to get past that. Uh, angry, just, just did not care anymore. But uh, come June of 1982, when I asked Christ to come into my life, um, that grief that I suffered back then, he gave me peace after that, you know, mm-hmm. and I understood. So God can provide ways that we just don't understand. Um, the best part, the best thing I know is to have Christ in your life and you can deal with all, anything that comes in your way. But uh, the, the hardest thing that I had to, to face as a, as a dad breaks my heart to think about it, but um, my daughter was um, engaged, uh, her fiancé, his name was Stephen, um, in uh, January of uh, 2020. He was killed up on the turnpike. It was a big thing. It was a political thing they made out of it and all that. But uh, that was my daughter's, um, I believe, soulmate. They were just actually fixing to put their lives together, get a house, get married. And, uh, but, I don't know, you know, those are questions we just have to wait to ask God why, you know, mm. that he was taken away so early out of her life. And I had been witnessing to my daughter as a, you know, as a dad, I wanted to know the Lord also and doing as I can, you know, to bring up things. And then this come about. And uh, it was really hard to deal with that as far as the grief for my daughter, to see that hurt in her heart. I know. And to, uh, yeah. to have to deal with that as a dad to comfort my daughter and yet still have a grief for the man that, you know, always coming to enjoy and to love and to be around. Uh, but um, God made our way through that, and uh, things have gotten better through prayer and just trusting God that he will give us the direction in which way we need to go. Um, my story is that there's been a lot of grief. I've lost uh, I had four sisters and two, bro- and two brothers. Both my brothers are gone. I have two sisters left now. And um, so death is uh, – I've been around it quite a bit, but – Come June of 1982, when the Lord came into my heart, I dealt with it in a whole much better way, knowing that and the comfort that God is sovereign. And, and like you had a commercial like that, the rug is really dirty on this one side, but when you flip it over, it's beautiful to see. Yeah. And our lives are kind of like dirty here, but we will see God in a way that we never could even understand. But yeah. We're, we but, have the hope, right? We have the hope. Yes. It's, yeah. You know, with that, look up hope. And what do you come to the definition of hope is trust. And uh, I come to understand that, to trust in the Lord. And he has made and provided a way through all my trials and tribulations. Uh, He said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And he's always there to comfort us in our times of trouble and despair. And all those that are suffering through this hurricane, that the aftermath and everything, uh, these are material things. We have our lives. We We have a great blessing. Uh, God will will restore those things that you know that you need, but um, yeah. he, he's faithful and true. Amen. But, uh, he thank, is. Yeah. Thank you guys uh, for this message thank today you. that you're hey. trying to get out there to let people understand that God is the only way to get through grief that we have in our lives. Amen. And thank you very much. Dan. Thank Appreciate you, Jay. You, thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yep. Hope's the only way, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I, we I'm, need. I'm, I, for some reason, I started thinking about Isaiah 53 uh, when our friend was talking, and you know, we have a Savior who understands what we uh, are going through. Uh, 
Isaiah 53, 4 says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. We have Lindy from Orlando on the line. Good morning, Lindy. Thanks for calling in. Yes, I just want to um, share about my, uh, when my brother passed away in 2018, December 25 here, and then the next week, after week on 2019, January 1st, my mom passed away. Mm. And it was so hard. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Yeah, it's hard to lose a sibling because you've known them forever, you know, your whole life. Yeah, he was 54, and then my mom was 76. Wow, I'm so sorry. Stan, want to offer a little comfort? (laughs) Well, um, I have a quote from C.S. Lewis that I hope helps a little bit. He said, uh, God has not been trying an experiment on my faith or love in order to find out their quality. He knew it already. It was I who didn't. In this trial, he makes us occupy the dock, the witness box, and the bench all at once. He always knew that my temple was a house of cards. His only way of making me realize the fact was to knock it down. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, uh, Lindy, he really knocks down our house of cards so that he can build something uh, more stable and strong, and I'm praying that that's uh, what happens with you. I, I I grieve with you. It's it's really hard, and there's really nothing I can say other than I'll be praying for you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Steve. Yeah, we're so sorry, Lindy. I know I lost my brother uh, several years ago, and it, and it makes no sense. He was a much better person than I am, and yet I'm still here. You know, well, he really was. He was a, just this amazing human, and, and yeah. um, it doesn't have to make sense. Maybe I have more work I have to do. You know, it doesn't make sense, I don't think. But God is good. Trust him, and there's hope. Thank you, Stan. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. Thank you, Kate. I will uh, be praying about these things, and, and thanks for the opportunity.